All right, welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast on adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox, and with me... Biggerns here. It's colder than a witch's tit outside. And I should know. I know several witches. <laughs> and, a lot uh, of tits? Yeah, and tits. Jesus. And uh, to my right, in the tall pants... Hey, Knox, how are you now? Oh, pretty good, and you? Oh, not so bad. That's good. <laughs> it's Chris here. Had a super soft birthday party the other day. Um... That's okay. That yeah. happens the older you get. Drink, right? Drink some whiskeys and uh, uh, drink with some friends on uh, over Zoom meetings and stuff. H- had a good time. No, but now I'm ready for a real party with the boys. Eh? Oh, what is age twenty two like, man? <clears throat> Fuck, so far away. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was drinking then too. Oh, for sure. Or since then. And speaking since. of which, we have a special guest. Chow is here with us today. How you doing, Chow? I am great, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. If there's one place in the world I probably shouldn't be right now, it's on a drinking podcast. But here we are. We're going to make do. <laughs> well, then go. let's call it an educational podcast. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Edutainment. Do you feel better now? I do. There's always room to learn, and I couldn't be in a better place with better people. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, we already had a show earlier today, so... You guys, oh, whoa, we want to talk about that quick. Yeah, let's what do that. What the fuck, you guys? That was crazy. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ernie, why don't you tell us about what happened there? Well, we had Amy Klein on a, a previous episode, a Sour Beers episode, uh, which was just released last week, of course. Now, listeners, you know, this is two weeks ahead. So um, anyway, so Amy Klein was talking about doing the uh, singing telegrams, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I had set up one where she literally went across the street. Because it is Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day today. As we record. And, you know, since we have to work on Valentine's Day, I thought I'd set it up. And yeah, she went over there. And as soon as uh, Amy Klein was done, Ann called me. She's like, just laughing. She's like, she played Ozzy Osbourne on the accordion. (laughs) (laughs) And well, then a few minutes later, she just moseyed across the street and. Came, came down, down to the studio, yeah. It was Sang incredible. Sang us uh, a beer song, the German national beer song. It was the best concert I've been to in the pandemic world. It was electric. I just was sitting here and I turn around and a lady walks in with a concertina or accordion, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, what's going on here? And she started performing. That was great. <laughs> that was a whole show, you guys. Thank you for that. People, do, people yeah. just drop into the studio now and again. <laughs> yeah. Come say hi to us on a Sunday. Hey, what's going on, Just guys? start riffing. I mean, it was the closest thing we're going to get to seeing Rammstein in 2021. So <laughs> right. it was very uh, German. I had tickets. We had tickets for the Fire Zone. I the Fear Zone. The I Fear do Zone, too. Yeah. I spent so much money on those tickets, and I can't wait for that to show to happen if it ever does happen. It didn't get rescheduled to this like September. Fall. Yeah. I just don't feel like they're going to let people into a stadium this September yet, though. But if they do, I'm going to be in the fire zone. I want to die in the fire zone. (laughs) I've never seen him. Anne has seen him. And she says, of all the concert Anne has has seen, and she's seen a lot, she said that's her favorite concert of all time. Yes. Rammstein? Yeah. Just because of the theatrics. And I know there are one song. That's it? You only know Duhas? Pretty much. Oh, dude. Well, they they did come out with a new song like two years ago. Well, they put out a whole album a couple years ago. I'm sure they have a lot Mm -hmm. of songs out there. Yeah. Some oh. of my favorite songs are aren't very popular in in the states. Uh, one of them being "Pussy." Yeah, that's a good song. <laughs> Is that the, I have a dick. You have, you have a, a pussy. pussy. So what's that's the problem? The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, very weird song. Yes, Is that like uh, from Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> no, it wasn't in that movie. Penis, Kindergarten. penis, penis, vagina, vagina, vagina. No, uh, it's from Aladdin. There we go. But anyways, thank you again, Amy Klein. That was awesome. It was electric. So speaking of which, today. Uh, being as it's kind of a theme day, 
Today we're doing our episode on an intro to Canadian whiskeys. What are they? How do they taste? And what the fuck is with them being called Canadian? And uh, for our research on that today, we have Chris. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. let's go, Chris. Let's go, Hoser. <laughs> and with actually with that, we uh, this morning we had uh, or at lunchtime we had poutine so here was, in the studio. Yeah, that's Canadians' uh, uh, national food. We're thinking so. Poutine. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I read it on two separate websites. That that's it's got to like, be true. It's their national dish. What Facebook and Twitter? <laughs> and, <laughs> and since it is Valentine's Day, I'm hoping a lot of people get poutine today. Yes, sir. I got. Uh, I, I called two people I know from Canada, and they both went fucking poutine's great. Just, <laughs> just say it. <laughs> Wait, we're allowed to talk to Canadians? I thought they can't come over here, though, right? No, no. It we, was, can, we can still talk to them, though. We, that's good. Uh, carrier pigeon. <laughs> we send notes back and forth. Uh, that's actually that's why geese migrate. Oh. Would it be, I was gonna say, <laughs> wouldn't it be actually Canadian geese? Those fuckers are working, huh? Yeah, yeah. The Canadian geese drop uh, geese drop carrier pigeons. <laughs> Better then, than FedEx. Yeah, I can't believe I never knew that. It's, it's just wild. FedEx. That's eh? actually how they came up with the idea for drones. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. So. Most people, yeah, let's talk Canadian whiskey. Uh, everybody typically thinks of all the things we just said when they think of Canada, as well as, you know, hockey and cold weather, but they have other great exports. Maple like, syrup. Like poutine, maple syrup. Everybody thinks that's the brown jewel of Canada, but it's actually whiskey. <laughs> the brown jewel? <laughs> There's the brown jewel? The brown jewel. Yeah, it's <laughs> not maple syrup, it's fucking Canadian whiskey. Rye <laughs> whiskey, eh? So, all right, so... I talked a little bit of shit about Canadian whiskeys uh, when we did our rye episode because yep. uh, that's just how it had to happen. Of course. But um, there, <laughs> there are some discrepancies. Uh, I looked up a bunch of things, and the dates are a little off, you know, give or take five years on a lot of the things that I looked up. But um, Canadians' first foray into whiskey happened back in the, in the boot 1799 by John Molson. That's right. Ooh. Molson, just like the beer we're just drinking. Just like the beer we're drinking. Our sidecar today so, is Molson Canadian Lager. It's pretty good. Yeah. So John Molson, uh, more famously known for Canadian Lager, but he was uh, he uh, operated the first distilleries in Kingston and Montreal, and he was the first one to export whiskey. Now, this is where things get weirder. Again, now it says the first legal distillery was opened in the 1830s. So this is 30 years after John Molson was doing whiskey and exporting it. So Apparently I, illegally. So it doesn't hmm. make sense, right? But uh, that was the Goodham and Warts in Toronto. Uh, by the 1850s, they expanded and actually surpassed Molson in production. Then more distilleries actually popped up through the 50s and 60s. Um, some of the famous ones were Henry Corby from Corbyville and then Joseph Seagram in I've, Waterloo. Yeah, Seagram's. Yes. Yep. So that was way back in the 1850s that they got their start as well. Um, and so uh, more distilleries started popping up. Again, Henry Corby, Corbyville, uh, Seagram. Uh, then a couple of American guys um, kind of moved up into Canada too. So other notable names, right? Hiram Walker moved to Windsor. J.P. Weiser to Prescott. And these guys uh, kind of had already started aging their whiskeys by the time the American Civil War started. So they were really set up for exporting uh, because of their location. So, And then in 1890, Canada actually became the first country to introduce aging laws. So prior to that, everybody was just fucking making whiskey. Good, bad, doesn't matter. Just fucking brown water. Get after it. <laughs> 
better now, than, better than gray water. So, <laughs> oh snap! Most of the time. Now, many Canadian distilleries began exporting to the United States uh, during like prohibition. So, bootleggers would purchase whiskey from Canada and they'd run it across the Detroit River um, using small, fast little smuggling boats. In fact, Al Syphilis Capone. Uh, smuggled <laughs> thousands of ca- uh, cases of Canadian Club uh, from Walkerville to Detroit on a weekly basis. Now, today, really, there's eight main distilleries and uh, several micro distilleries, too. But you have Valley Field in Quebec, Hiram Walker, Canadian Mist, and Forty Creek in Ontario. We've heard of Canadian Mist. Yes, we've heard of Canadian Mist. Mm-hmm. And we're going to hear more about Forty Creek. Um, Gimli in Manitoba, Highwood, Alberta Distilleries, and Black Velvet in Alberta. Mmm, black velvet, aren't you? Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, boy. Man. Now, so um, there's not a lot of restrictions. Uh, so, you know, nobody was really handcuffed in these Canadian distilleries. So uh, a standardized whiskey process is difficult to pin down for this. Um, each kind of distillery has really developed their own practice and uh, practices. And they're very guarded. I know when we look up uh, bourbons, you know, you can find mash bills online and see what the things are made of. But... I started looking for mash bills for three or four of them. Couldn't find any, so I gave up. (laughs) (laughs) That's that, I guess. So So persistent. (laughs) So, I mean, I, I, yeah, it's just they're, they they guard their mash bill. And mash bills are kind of difficult to pin down because of the process that Canada uses for making their whiskeys. Is that all the blending stuff that they do? It's blending. So, Mm -hmm. essentially, they start out a process where they're making, um, a, a whiskey, right? The, a, a base whiskey. And normally the base whiskeys are really high alcohol content and then they're aged in barrels. And then they'll um, distill a flavoring whiskey. And then they'll blend and they'll age those and then blend them together and then age them a little bit more. So it's a, it's a weird process. That's why the mash bills are, are going to be different a lot of times. So Flavoring whiskeys. Yeah. Yep. So... <laughs> So Canada whiskey, what it really is here, and we'll get into that real quick. But so the rules of the game, it needs to be made from a mash of cereal grain or cereal grain products. It needs to be aged in small wood, so less than 700 liters for at least three years. So uh, not the big whiskey barrels that bourbon uses uh, typically. The 53-gallon ones? Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It needs to be mashed, distilled, and aged in Canada, contain no less than 40% ABV, and two weird things. Canadian whiskey may contain added caramel coloring and flavoring. Uh, in fact, Canadian whiskey contain up to 9.09% added flavoring as long as it's aged at least two years in a wood or wine. So, right, it needs to be aged three years, but the flavoring stuff can be aged two years. So they're all over the place. Also, also, it as long as it, this is in the fucking law, <laughs> as long as it possesses the aroma, taste, and character generally attributed to Canadian whiskey. Generally attributed. Generally, <laughs> generally attributed to. So this is why when we talk about Canadian whiskey, or is it rye whiskey, you can call any of these rye whiskey because they used to did, right? <laughs> they, they used to uh, make their base spirit with usually corn or other cereal, right, cereal grains. Um, but then they would add rye a little bit to get flavors from the rye. So, because of historically they had rye, well, we even got if it, sound effects are right, yeah, we like do. with rye in America, it has to be fifty-one percent rye in the mash bill. In Canada, it can be ten percent. It could 
not have rye and still be considered rye because you could brush of, by a rye. Yeah, like yeah. Walk closely to as it. long as there was rye present in the same room. Yeah, it was a over over scene. Yeah. <laughs> so wait a minute. Let me ask you something. Canadian, Canadian whiskey doesn't have to be made in Canada. Has to be made in Canada. But you said that. But I looked at this bottle over here, and bottled that said in. it was made in New York. No, it didn't say made in New York. New it York said bottled in New York. Let's see here. Yeah, test me. Product of Canada. Test me. <laughs> um, Come at me, bro. Black Tony Brook. <laughs> imported by and bottled for Black Velvet Import Company in Canandaigua, New York. Yep. So bottled. Canada makes the juice. Send it somewhere else to bottle it. And you got to age it at least two years? Because it says three. age three years. Three years. Minimum three years, unless we're talking about the flavored whiskeys that you're adding to the three year, right? I'd like to ask about that. But to get back to Chow here, head over to episode 95 to listen to our macro whiskey blind tasting to have more on how we thought about Black Velvet. Yeah, I'm glad we're not talking about that today. We'll move on from Black Velvet. Yes. A little girl smile. A lot of miles. Is that who sang that? I think so. Yeah. So now yeah. again, so we got the first are the base whiskeys that they distill, right? Base whiskeys uh, span a wide range of ages and be very flavorful. And then they have the flavoring whiskeys, our second distilling method. So these are distilled at lower alcohol content in column or pot stills and then aged in virgin oak, ex bourbon, ex rye casks. Um, then they're blended together. Now, regulations state that the whiskey must be mashed, distilled, aged in Canada, be aged in those small vessels for three years, and contain no less than 40% alcohol. So, yeah. So, it's weird because, yeah, they, they can um, just have a two-year flavoring whiskey and add it to a three-year um, main whiskey and then blend it and still be considered a rye hmm. or Canadian whiskey. I just I don't understand that flavoring whiskey. What's I mean, that's fucking crazy shit. So, yeah, it's weird, but within those parameters, yeah, they say uh, they say nothing really about it. The base whiskeys are distilled at 180 to 109 proof, and then the flavoring whiskeys are distilled at a lower proof to retain more of the grain flavor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go. So that's what I got on Canadian whiskeys. Well, thank you for that, Chris. So I hope you learned a little bit. Eh, not really. Eh, fuck. I mean, that's that's almost as loose as the fucking rum industry. Well, that that's probably one of the most loose alcohol industries in the world, right? The rum, or is this one, or is this one take the cake? Well, I mean, it's like I don't know. Here's the rules, but we'll allow you to fudge here. The the whole adding, you know, the flavoring whiskey is as long as it's you know nine point zero nine percent added flavoring. You know, mm -hmm. all these. It's just a nine point zero nine percent is a fucking weird number to agree on. <laughs> oh, it is. Unless you I, say it backwards. How yeah. much flavoring can we put in? 10%. That's too fucking much. Nine. Not enough. <laughs> Just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's. I don't know. People's numbers things. The numbers game is weird in I alcohol. Mean, I love you, been. Canada. I mean, they gave us Shit's Creek and SCTV. God, I love the levees. And Pam Anderson, like we were talking about. Pam Anderson. Jim Curry. Jim Curry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Rush. Uh, Rush, I mean, come on. The Rock has dual citizenship because his what? grandfather was born in Canada or some shit like that. I think that. The Rock is a citizen of every country. Well, it wouldn't, yeah. He's a, he's a worldwide gem. He is. He's, a, he's just a citizen of the world, Dwayne. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back after these 
Something's yeah. So <laughs> advertising break, and uh, we'll come back with some whiskeys. Thanks. Or will we? <laughs> drink some. We're gonna drink some Molsony. Some Molsony. Ladies and gentlemen, we might mention Bridgeview Liquors a lot around here, and there's a there's a really good reason why. They pay for a lot of our booze. But uh, one of the great things about them, not just the paying us in alcohol, is they truly seem to love what they do. They, they're knowledgeable as hell on almost every type of alcohol. Anytime I have questions, that's where I go. That's why I love Bridgeview Liquors. And I know for a fact that they have knowledgeable staff because if you go back to our Brandies and Cognacs episode, uh, Evan, their store manager, their, his store pick for Brandies was the winner for the day. And I'm also impressed immensely with their huge selection of craft beers, not only locally, but as far away as four or five other states, which is more than an armful away. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of their knowledgeable staff, I found out that the word Gewürztraminer means a noble grape. While at Bridgeview, um, it is basically a grown-up version of a Moscato. Bridgeview has a wide selection of local as well as really hard-to-find wines. I like Gewürztraminer wines just because I like to say that word. Dude. And I'm German. Gewürztraminer is about the funnest thing you can do with my mouth. (laughs) It is. (laughs) And one of the fun things about Bridgeview that I like is that uh, how regularly they post on social media the new beers and liquors they get in with pictures because I'm a picture guy. Um, I like to see the Not much a reader, huh? No. (laughs) But Bridgeview has the picture, so I'm like, oh. That's the beer I'm looking for. I can look at the picture. I can go look for the can or the bottle and you know figure out, match them up and everything. And they do that uh, weekly on all their new releases for that week. So it's kind of nice. I like that. And you can find those social media posts on Instagram and Facebook at Bridgeview Liquor. And their website is bridgeviewliquors.com. And you can go to their location at 935 37th Avenue South in Moorhead. And when you do go to their location at 935 something in Moorhead, if you mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews at the checkout, you save 10% off of all purchases. 10% off all purchases. So th- 10% off all purchases. Thanks once again for listening to our podcast. We love and appreciate all of our listeners, and we really love and appreciate you at Bridgeview Liquors. 10% off all purchases. All purchases. Das beer is good for you. Oh, no. For you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome back from our ad break. Our first whiskey that we're going to sample today is Windsor Canadian Whiskey. This got a rank up there with a lot of people's first whiskey, I'm guessing. It does seem like the base level starter. Everybody goes for that. What's cheap and in a plastic bottle so I don't fucking break it. <laughs> when I do drop it, because I'm it looking bounces. to get, because you're looking to get stumbly drunk. And what what what's better than eight bucks? <laughs> right, yeah, that's like a one seven five too, probably. So when when we were out uh, looking for uh, whiskeys, Canadian whiskeys, I'm like, we well, got to have Windsor. Got to have Windsor, the cheap one, the one like you guys just said. Everybody knows. Like, if I didn't know much about whiskey, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's cheap, and I've heard of Windsor, so yeah, that's the one that that I'm going to get. Well, and I hate to bring it up again, but Chow had mentioned, you know, first time getting drunk was Black Velvet. I'm fairly certain mine was Black Velvet or Windsor or Grand Canadian. It was something. It's just always around. Windsor is just the whiskey that's always around. 
You could buy it in these little bottles right behind the shelf. Like if you forgot something when you grabbed your beer, like oh, in a fucking bottle. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna buy a I pack of gum and a bottle of whiskey. Four dollar brown fluid. <laughs> I need to sip on something while I'm I'm heading somewhere, so I'm gonna put this in my pocket real quick. I hate myself because I'm alone on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Boy, it took a dark turn there. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, let's hear about Windsor first. Um, okay, uh, I could not find the actual website. See, Apparently. this fucking shit's guarded in secrecy. <laughs> I fucking Maybe told you. <laughs> you told me I was a quitter and a giver-upper, but no, it's just nothing. Yeah, there. even finding, I mean, shit, <laughs> Beam Suntory sold Windsor just this last year, I think. And um, Well, usually the bottle's got something good about it. Nope. Uh, supremely smooth. Oh, fuck. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm See, sorry. <laughs> they say it says supremely smooth, so it must go down your throat really well and feel like pillows. <laughs> A supremely my, smooth whiskey made with waters born in the clear, clean Canadian Rockies. Oh, blended, yeah, blended That's, and distilled under uh, strict supervision of Canadian government. Strict supervision. We've <laughs> we've already established Sorry. that's not. A they thing. use all their that's terms pretty loosely. Yeah, I'm visioning like a Canadian Mountie, you know, in the red uniform and just. Yeah. Kinda I'm envisioning the Mountie, the wrestler in the '90s. Remember that? <laughs> Remember the Mountie? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Did he have he the was, really poofy uh, pants that come oh, out? Oh, he had the, the full get up, man. Yeah. He was even on a horse, and he was drunk off Windsor now that we look back on it. <laughs> yeah, no, Nobody I, knew. I wondered what his gimmick was. But Him and Doink the Clown are in the back, just pounding the Windsor. <laughs> doink, doink the Clown. <laughs> wow, that's a fucking step back. Boy, I remember those days. Oh, I suppose I should try And you were Windsor. not drinking Windsor, because if you were, you would not remember those days. All right, so... This one doesn't have much about it. Obviously, I couldn't find much. Uh, it's currently owned by Alberta Distillers, sold from Beam Suntry, but it's made in Canada. It's made in Calgary. There it is. Just it's like the Hart family. Yep, hundred percent Canadian rye whiskey. So it's this is all rye, or so they say. What do you get on the nose on this one? Uh, eh. first rubbing alcohol. Oh God, it's very astringent. <laughs> Uh, and but you can you know if you get past it a little bit, yeah. you get some spiciness from the rye, and it does seem like there's a little sweet underlying like caramel or something there. But but that's way deep in it. Yeah, we're way talking deep? at the core. I've been sniffing this for about thirty two minutes. And it <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying caramel. to figure out what it is. I mean, like when as soon as you said astringent, I'm like, yep, I get that too. To me, I, it just smells I, like a bad night in college. <laughs> this is you clean enough, you know, your fingernail polish. Oh. And here we are gleefully putting it into our body. <laughs> so, fucking Windsor. I wouldn't say gleefully. Uh, yeah, definitely not. This is not going to be easy. But you know what? I'm doing it for the program, you guys. Yeah, man. Sometimes you got to sacrifice. Well, I get a little bit of sweetness like immediately, like right away for about the first second and a half. And then you get that alcohol burn. Oh, yeah. And then it kind of... I hate to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say it mellows out a little bit towards the end and it kind of dries out. You get, uh, yeah, and then there's that. Yeah, when's that mellow part? You guys that, do it's like a, a little bit of sweet sweetness and then burn. And then it kind of, for me, it kind of mellows out a little bit. And then it just kind of has that burny, that um, right on the side of your, right on the side of the mouth, on the side of the tongues. Yeah. That little aftertaste that kind of sticks around for a while. It, ling- it, it lingers. It yeah, lingers. I do get that. Bit, I I get the same thing. Uh, you know, that's 
you do get rye spice that kind of tingles the top of your tongue too, though, which which is fun. But. That sounds like an '80s song lyric. Tingle the top of your tongue <laughs> so, by Faster Pussycat. We'll give you one of those for All sure. All right, I get a point. <laughs> we should. Keep I scoring. have minus seventy-two <laughs> points, by the way, per episode. <laughs> this is like Lex and Terry, where they keep keep track of points. Oh man! So I think to put the bow on Windsor, I would never buy Windsor. Not at this stage in my life. 21-year-old me would buy Windsor. It's just a brutal, brutal whiskey. That one's tough. And it is probably the cheapest one here. Yeah. Yeah. And if I could better be. (laughs) (laughs) Things can only get better, fellas. If this is the good one, (laughs) we're fucked. All right, fellas, maybe this may be their first episode listening in on distilled spirits like this. We rate from zero to five, five being the highest, obviously, and we rate in quarters. So a two, a 2.25, a 2.5, or a 2.75. Oh, I thought we actually had to have change. $3.75, please. Shit, I love my laundry money at home. (laughs) I thought you were saying four of us go at a time. No, no, sir. No, no. So why don't you start? So just a quick. Real quick before we number, um, as I'm thinking of my number, I did add a little bit of water to this, and it it does mellow it out a little bit more. There's a little bit of, you still get that sweetness in the beginning, but that burn, that astringent kind of mellows out, and it also takes away a little bit of that uh, aftertaste that sticks in the back of your On the tip of, of your tongue. tongue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, because I had a hard time trying to say that. Um, out of five, I would give this probably a 2.5, 2.25. Guys, Ernie's using a calculator over here. <laughs> On our scale of five, he's got a calculator over here. <laughs> well, he does have to divide by three. Yeah. At the end. Sometimes it's four. Okay. Sometimes know, it's two. Caught me as funny. <laughs> Dr. Roxo, the rock and roll clown. Ooh, I love cocaine! <laughs> <laughs> Swiss guard, your mom's giving me a hand job. Oh, she got that Swedish grip. Oh, just like you playing that guitar. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on, but loving it. I don't know. Yeah, good time. So yeah, child, going back to the calculator. Um, I used to have an abacus. Oh, sure. And, you know, it's hard to divide and stuff. Like yeah, that. that was so 2020. So I'm glad right. that in 2021 you updated to the uh, Texas Instrument Base Model Calculator from 1976. <laughs> yes. uh, the, the one you need for second grade. It's yes. pronounced calculator. A calculator. Whatever. That's, like, That's its evil twin. Calculator. Calculator. Anyways. I'm the calculator. 2.25 for me. Chris. I'll do 1.75. You know, just how I used to buy them. <laughs> I'm going to give Windsor... A two, and I feel like I'm being generous. I do not like Windsor. I love whiskey. I don't like Windsor. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. That makes lots of sense. Why? Because that bad taste just sits there and... Do you have to? Do you have yes. to? Uh, not Canadian at all. Irish, but... Doris. Isn't her name Doris? Dolores. A Dolores, R.I.P. Yep. Love me some cranberries. So, me too. without a calculator, what's the score, Chow? Uh, two two five one seven five and oh, two. that's why you had a calculator. Mm. Uh, that the that. score is that Windsor's not good, so I don't <laughs> well, know what number that is. But you that, are actually without a true. calculator, it's two. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two. Nailed I it. Used a calculator and I did it twice just to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the yes, average sir. for a Windsor Canadian is 2.0. Well, excellent. So Can below average. So average here. would be 2.5. All right. Our next one. Gibson's? Uh, is that yeah, what's This up? is Gibson's finest 12 year. So is this Gibson's finest or is this finest mm. Gibson's? Just I'm wonder. not sure I can tell the difference. I'll tell you what, fellas, I've never even heard of Gibson's until today, so this will be an experience for me. Have you guys had this before? Never once. Nope. In fact, on this table, uh, the only thing I've ever uh, ever had, I've had Pendleton and I've had this one, but not these finishes. Pendleton is where it's at. I mean, we'll get there. We'll mm -hmm. talk about Pendleton later, but definitely. But this one says finest on it, though. Let's so see. Gibson's, Gibson's might take the cake. Uh, Gibson's finest 12 year old has been a staple of the Canadian whiskey shelf. Gibson's brand was a Western Pennsylvania distiller of rye whiskey, which fled to Canada at the time of the U.S. prohibition in order to continue the whiskey business. Rumors abound that the 12 year old may be losing the age statement soon. Recently, I did see Gibson's Finest Rare without an age statement with a near-identical label to the 12-year-old in an Ontario automobile travel retail duty-free outlet. You did, did you? Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what, so yeah, this, you that's what this Victor that. guy says. Oh, okay. So, on the nose, you should get lots of wood, lots of vanilla, a little yeah. spice from the rye grain, vanilla. some caramel and some honey, uh, a little bit dry and dusty a little bit. Mm, dry uh, and dusty. If you bring, put a little bit of that water, uh, I got water droplets and um, glasses oh, yeah. of water for you. Uh, I juice this one up. It, it uh, brings out a little bit more of that spice. Taste should be sweeter in the mouth than on the nose with strong caramel and some uh, maple syrup. Aha, I have maple written down. Because I was thinking that the, the aroma, it is sweeter, a lot less uh, astringent as Windsor. Yeah. And I'm like, it, it's it's like maple. And then when you said vanilla, I'm like, ah, maybe that's the vanilla. And I did put oak down too, because there's a little bit of a oaky or some sort of wood aroma in there, kind of earthy. But yeah, it smells it smells pretty good. You know, you sound like you know what you're talking about. So I'm going to agree with most uh, of that. Okay, thanks. Nice. But very. I, I still get a lot of astringency on the nose. All right, we got to take a step back. You guys keep using the word astringent rubbing alcohol right is that what ethyl, that is ethyl alcohol. i would normally say burn that burn smell okay. but right. chris hates it when i just use you know words like smooth and burn words yeah don't use astringent. dumb words dumb dumb jesus fuck <laughs> <laughs> but guys like me would know when i say like that burns i know but we're better than those guys well, i am now, those like, guys. when somebody burns somebody now instead of being like burn i'm be like astringency <laughs> <laughs> got him that was a good astringency there's an old <laughs> SNL skit, Burns vs. Singers. Yeah, and there? so the first one was uh, Alec Baldwin and Seth Meyers, and they were rival doctors with the last name Burn and Zinger. So they'd, oh. when they'd fire little quips at each other, they'd have little celebration dances. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, you fucker. Tim Burns. That's stringency. So anyway, that's that's my story. Well, I tried the Gibsons, fellas. It's better than Windsor. It is very woody. You said wood on the nose, which yeah. kind of freaked me out. I was starting to wonder what kind of podcast I was on here. But I feel that. I feel that wood to the nose. That barrel, those barrel notes. Yeah, you can yeah. totally tell that. Gibsons is A-OK. -okay. And how much was that bottle of Gibsons there, Bigger? Uh, 26 bucks. 
And it's a 750? So not bad. Yeah, some of this shit gets expensive, man. Especially that Pendy. Those bottles are a little pricey. Some of them can be. We'll see uh, We'll see as we go which ones are expensive here. Yeah. All right. Mm. Any did other you add water notes? to it or anything? I did. I added a couple of drops to that one. Definitely made it a lot more potable than <laughs> the Windsor without it. I wonder if it would uh, did bring out the vanilla a little bit, a little bit more of the sweeter. I just got a lot of wood. <laughs> so, that sounds weird. But you know what I mean. Oh, yes. Yum. We do. Oh, we know what you mean, wink, Just wink. You, woods on the you get a lot of wood. I bet you know you mean. <laughs> No, I won't isolate that audio later and use it against you. <laughs> Bring <laughs> just, it on. I'm just kidding. I'm, just kidding. I'm sure I've said worse. <laughs> We're going to turn it into a song. You know, the Woo-hoo. first. Maybe a polka. <laughs> the first monumental fuck up I ever had on a microphone, I was interviewing Three Days Grace. It was the first band I ever interviewed. And I was nervous as hell. Of course. I, like, just was a young kid, didn't know what the hell I was doing. And I meant to say congratulations on all the success. And I said congrats on all the sex. <laughs> Holy shit, I was embarrassed. <laughs> they thought it was funny, though. And looking back, it was funny. But those things happen, man. Congrats on all the sex. It's not wrong, though, right? I, I, really, I, 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 I can imagine. You didn't like, follow up with, like, I, I really enjoyed it, too. <laughs> I like it. I love going it. On I this want more of it. Fellas. I mean, it's, it's my first time, guys. Yeah, this is definitely less burn astringency than the uh, Windsor. Astringency. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of wood. A lot, um, but uh, good. I like it. It's not too bad. What do you rate it there, Ernie? Me again? Um, probably, most definitely, a three to uh, five, zero. He so really enjoyed himself on that I one. don't know a whole lot about the Canadian whiskey, so I'm, I like it better than the Windsor, obviously. I like it a little bit better as well, I, but I'm going to still put it just under average. So 2.25. So I went like I two point seven five for Gibson's. It's better than Windsor, but it's not great. It's another thing that I would not probably purchase on my own time. That's that's kind of my gauge right now. Right. Okay, that's fair. I'm changing my score to three. By the way, are you? Oh God! Because I can. Yeah, you can. So the average for Gibson's finest rare twelve year old. I know. It's getting, <laughs> it's getting <laughs> weird. Is uh. Two point six six six. Hail Satan! <laughs> All right, so a little above average. All right, supposedly. Our next fantastic Canadian whiskey that we have on the docket is by Forty Creek. Now, from what I understanding, Forty Creek uh, is kind of like the Buffalo Trace of Canada. So this barrel select. Canadian whiskey is a blend of various grain whiskeys aged in a mix of seasonal or seasoned ex-bourbon barrels and new American white oak for a unique and full flavor profile. Features aromas of honey, vanilla, and apricot fused with toasted oak, black walnut, and spice. Flavors robust, complex, rich, and bold flavors of vanilla, honey, and cocoa with a toasted earthiness. Completed with a smooth, lingering, and memorable finish. 40% ABV. Yeah, so far, all of them that we have had are at that 40% mark. And this Fort is uh, 20 bucks for this bottle of 40 Creek, which is a uh, 750. A little bit yeah. better. How much? What did you 20 bucks. 20. This is pretty uh, good smelling. 
uh, right away I was nosing while you were while you were speaking. Yep. But uh, right, I wrote toasted something because I couldn't pinpoint it. And then you said walnut, and yeah, walnuts. I get that right off the nose. A little mm. bit of sweetness to it. Do you, I was gonna say, do, the, do you get a little bit of honey? Maybe right at the back. Something something sweet. In, in there, but yeah, I'm getting a little bit country. You're getting a little bit rock and roll oh, over there. Let's give this. You're getting some honey. Let's give uh, you a something, Krieger, something sweet like that. There's a honey Wow, I don't dislike that. What the whiskey? Thanks, apparently, the Ryan likes that <laughs> well, sounder too. <laughs> Forty Creek. All right, yep. that's got a bite at the end of it, though. Yowza. Yeah, I don't get a lot of the. Well, I mean, there's underlying sweetness, but I, I honestly taste walnut and oak, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. There or there's like a dark burnt brown sugar or something in there, and that in that sweetie bits, <laughs> sweetie bits. No, Forty Creek, a okay in my book. Yeah, man, yeah, that's, that's a tasty little. I would probably buy maple, that. maybe yeah. toasted mapleness, something that's sweet what like I'm that. It. It kinda, that's how it kind of finishes. It kind of stays. It's kind of sweet in my mouth more so. There's still that burn a Can little I bit, but it's not bottle? it's not as yep. uh it's not like a slap in your face because you you know went Dutch, you know, at the restaurant. <laughs> it looks like a bottle of Bailey's. Bit. Yeah, it does. Creamy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oak like age crafted for smoothness. God damn fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they got a new fan right there. Forty Creek, so smoothness, so much Fucking smoothness. Man. I do like the Forty Creek. Yeah, man, this is a this is surprising. I didn't know that a twenty dollar Canadian whiskey would uh, have me saying anything other than uh, a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> beautiful. I give Forty Creek a three point zero zero. It's the best one we've had so far. I'm also not going to say it's great because I see what's coming on down the line, and I, I feel like you got to save the good ratings for the good stuff. But yeah, I'm you don't want to blow your load too fast. You can't shoot the wad on the Forty Creek. I would buy it uh, if I ever wasn't on the things I buy now. So 3.0 for Forty Creek from this end. Yeah, so far it'd be something I'd. I might keep a bottle in my house. Hmm. I could do that. Uh, it's yeah. Uh, it's really not a whole lot better if you add water to it. I just not add water to this one. Oh. It almost seems like it brings out a little bit more of that astringency ishness. Astringency. I was trying to hurry up and do it because Charles already throwing out numbers. So he, and oh, he, I, you gave I, a three point zero, correct? I didn't mean to expedite the process. I was just I know. spewing my brain over here. We got like four more to do. He's like, I've going, got right? some golfing to do, boys. Oh jeez. <laughs> Man, it's gonna be cold. They call it land hockey. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Shit, he got a point. He caught up. All right. I am giving it a 3.25. Some decent yum, numbers. Yum, 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 yum. What is the next one? I only poured three. I think, well, fucking hold your horses there, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drop you off at the Looney Bin, and I'm going to go to Brewery, eh? Oh, jeez. What do you made out of spare parts Fucking there, hoser. Oh, come on. Fucking hoser. <laughs> it's getting real Fargo over here. Canada. Canada. <laughs> Close enough. Anyway. I'm going to finish this Molson A and have another one. I'm going to give it a 3.25. Okay, yeah. Looks like I undersold the 40 Creek compared to you guys. All right. 
but you, you said three. Yes. <laughs> Still better than average. It's a whole fucking quarter. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So the average for the 40 Creek Barrel Select is 3.16666. Oh. Hail Satan. Yeah. And 20 bucks. Not bad. <clears throat> Not bad. That's it's a solid a, fucking buy. That's a value drunk right there. That's something that so far out of the three that you would definitely buy this this one. So these other ones are like uh, if you're dr- mixing with Coke, not not blow, yeah, <laughs> but Coke, uh, a cola. The f- the first two are are mixing drinks. Um, certainly, Forty Creek would probably make a really cool uh, cocktail. Like you could do it with an old fashioned with it. And I think it would be kind of neat. But you know, I don't know. It, it's drinkable on its own. And this would be one of those. Why is it only twenty bucks? I would not be. Afraid. I'd be like twenty bucks, man. Yeah, I'm gonna get two. It's a nice bottle too. It looks like it should cost more than twenty dollars. I I know I've seen this. I think they have other, I don't know, variants or other forty like, creek, maybe good, better, oh, yeah. best kind of thing. Yeah. They, oh yeah. They they range anywhere between like sixteen bucks all the way up to forty five. Okay. Fifty five. That 50 Creek. Ooh, that's the Ooh. one to pick up right there. <laughs> that's the next level edition. 40.5 Creek. Ooh. Did you go back in for more? No, I just. <laughs> that's how I agree with you. Oh, woo! <laughs> Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah! The stringency. <laughs> you guys want to move on to the next one? Let's do it. All right. Which one is that? I don't have it out ready. Well, this one, this next one is the uh, JP Weiser's 18 oh, years God, old. So this one's legal <laughs> for, for <laughs> voting. All right. So if you actually, I actually found the real website in on this one. So this is so far out of the ones we've had, the unicorn as far as information. So if you go to jpweisers.com, the JP Weiser's 18 year old is aged to perfection over 18 long years and blended with exacting care to deliver a premium whiskey with the smoothest of finishes. Smooth. <laughs> this multiple award winning spirit is something you'll want to have on hand to serve and enjoy on special occasions. Taste profile is uh, autumn florals, green apple, fresh pine, caramel, spice, and oa. Autumn florals. Yeah, she was dancing the other weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it was a great. It was a great. Was that who opened up for Stormy Daniel? Yeah. JP Weisers. I can't just help but think about Budweiser when I hear that name. I like this bottle a lot. It's very contemporary. It's got a very modern appeal to it. It looks like something a rapper should be drinking. <laughs> what Canadian rapper might that be? Drake. <laughs> there you go. I was gonna say I can't think of any Canadian rappers except for Snow, and I don't even know if he was Canadian. Like Informer Snow. Yeah. Informer. Perfect. That was excellent. Now we can make a song out of that. Yeah. We're scatting like uh, Jonathan Davis. <laughs> no, no. Speaking of scatting, uh, when I said oa earlier, I meant oak. This oh, oa. this uh, font confused. on this oa. website is crazy. So it's oak. Oa. I know, right? Dumb as fuck. Look at that oa tree. I know. <laughs> I like the EM trees myself. That was a good astringent. What about EDM? Those EDM trees. Perfect. So this is the, I think, the most expensive one out of the group. It looks that way just from the bottle. This looks like something that's probably not 
not your twenty dollar bottle of whiskey here. I believe uh, we purchased this for seventy two ninety nine. Holy Christ on a cracker, you guys! Should I Venmo you some money? Oh yeah, or you can just buy some merch. <laughs> uh, you can also uh, go to our Patreon. Do you got three bucks? Three dollars a month, uh, and you have access to two our extra episodes podcast minimum. Yep, we're gonna say minimum. More later. More later. But yeah, our last call episodes that we do after recording an episode, so they're a little looser. <laughs> yeah, three bucks a month. So yeah, chip in. So you tell me, <laughs> this whole thing has just been one big sales pitch, you yeah. fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, no. it's kind of like you reel me in here, like, oh, we got food, we got booze. We also have want to let share. you know that for just three dollars a month, you can you donate can to help these poor saps. The Brews, Booze, and Reviews podcast. Exactly. You brought it up with your money, you fucking snakes. <laughs> I knew there was a catch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's check this one out. So the nose on this, is this one a bit so, better? So right on the bottle, it says 18 years old. This is quotes. Quality is something you just can't rush. Oh. What? <laughs> Beautiful. Canada. Eh? Canada. I'm going to put the JP Weisers in my mouth. Sounds like a good idea. So this one on the nose is also kind of Ugh. that toastiness, and uh, but it's more sweet smelling I, than the I forty. I agree with you on the sweet part. I get a lot of oa tree in that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I fucked that one up. I, I believe it's. I believe it's actually pronounced wa tree though. Oh, yeah. Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah, or quinoa. <laughs> the the K is silent. Yes. JP Weiser's is a okay, <clears throat> but man, a okay. Just uh, another one of those drinks that just has a very harsh bite at the end. It kicks back. This is still the 40%, correct? Yeah. Do they make it any higher than that? Are these all 40? No. That, the I last, mean, that's the minimum, right? The last two in our second section of tastings are a bit higher than 40. Oh, yeah, the pendy. That's... Yeah, this one's like toasty and smoky and yeah, <laughs> I don't know, brown sugar, caramel, something in there. I can get the brown sugar. I'm down with that. Yeah, it's a little bit more... Um, alcohol tasting more the burn right away. Um, then it kind of finishes into that sweeter um, at the end, a little sweetness. I don't the, know, brown this, sugar, toasted, a lot the, of lot of wood. The heat from the, uh, the alcohol settles in nicely and towards it towards the end of the flavoring. Then? Yeah, but kind of kind of slaps you in the face a little bit more than the uh, Forty Creek did. Okay, it does. It, it smells sweeter than it tastes. I think. Yeah. That's still not bad. No, I, 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 I like it, and I don't, I don't. It's weird how I'm no Canadian whiskey connoisseur. I do enjoy drinking whiskey now What the now fuck are you then. doing here? I know. What the fuck are any of us doing here? Would you lie on your <laughs> but, application? Uh, <laughs> but the thing is that's like blowing my mind is how different all these whiskeys actually taste. Yep. Like, it might be subtle, but you can tell that there's a major difference in, in them, and that's just kind of interesting to me. That's because so of their lax, expert analysis. That's uh, because of their lax rules, right? <laughs> so, you know, one thing that I read is that they don't really have typical mash bills because they're a lot of these brands will make multiple base whiskeys too, right? Mm -hmm. And then multiple flavoring whiskeys, and they just kind of blend everything together and then let them age. So, you know, so you're gonna have that that vast. Differences and then uh, Canada's a big fucking area. 
Big country. Takes up a lot of space. It does. So obviously weather and everything and what you can and can't grow just uh, based on soil and weather and stuff. Tarawa. You know? Well, I'm just saying some places <laughs> rye doesn't grow as well as corn does. And sometimes, you know, these other things grow better in different areas. So that's why you get all these different flavors uh, where bourbon in the States is very fucking strict, right? It's these six things. And if you're a little bit out of it, you're not fucking in it. That's why there's not, <laughs> you know, rules at all. Rules. you know, it's, it's very more defined. So bourbons typically are going to impart a lot of the same flavors and characteristics all the way down all lines of bourbon. It's just, how are they finished? How long were they in the barrel? How was the barrel in itself? You know? So yeah, Canadian whiskeys is, this has been fun so far because there is so much difference mm-hmm. right there. Do you ever feel like... I mean, good point, Chow, is what I meant to say. Oh. <laughs> In summary. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Make a long story I told, longer. I told myself, don't be redundant. Oh, no, this is great information. Do you ever feel like Canada looks at Alaska and it's like, why the fuck isn't that ours? Sometimes. Like, it's also big and not populated. <laughs> like, it's just weird. It has a lot of oil, though. Just, That's why we own it, I guess. Just odd. That's probably why we took it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it had something to do with it was close to Russia and during the Cold War. Yep, that's the other part. Yes. That's We're such cold. paranoid spy fuckers around this country. Anyways, back to the uh, Canadian whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> whiskey? Hey, is there any more of these Molsons to wash this down? Oh, yes. Yeah. Let's have Actually, a Molson. these Molsons aren't too bad. Yeah, let's talk about the Molsons real quick since we're, we're, we uh, we got them out. We should have got some Labatt Blues and some Players Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Missing out. All right, got some Molson. Hey, there it is, Molson. Canadian lager. Sure. Yes, please. I I fucking do that all the time. Life is a live mic, man. And I'm going to ride it all night. Oh, wait. (laughs) I got one better. Tom Cochran is the MVP of today. Dude, he's Canadian. Oh, shit, it's YYZ. I remember. Is that what that song is called? Yeah. Brian Adams was the toast of Canada in like the 80s and 90s, right? Because, uh, all the songs that he had from the Prince of Thieves soundtrack and the whatever Other songs things. he had. <laughs> I can't think of There's any. There's no love like your love That's what. no other. But then Tom Cochran won Artist of the Year, and my whole world unraveled because I thought for sure it'd be Brian Adams. And you have, <laughs> you have compartmentalized that your whole life. Because <laughs> Tom Cochran has come up like eight times today, and I haven't heard that name since fucking Rascal Flatts covered his song like 15 years ago. Ah, you're welcome. <laughs> Tom's back. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure you're saying thank you. <laughs> All right, any more flavor notes on this J.P. Weiser? Oh, shit. Did we ever even rate it? Nope, not yet. J.P. Weiser is good. It's, all to me, on the same level as 40 Creek. But that is an expensive price to pay to get the same quality. Because, what, the 40 Creek is 20 bucks. You guys said you paid 72 for this? 72, 299 so 73 bucks. yes. Yeah, so that's... Is the, is the subtle nuances worth it? No. It is a better sipper. Um, I think Forty Creeks more versatile. You'd want to use it in mixed drinks, right? Mm-hmm. I think you spend seventy dollars for JP Weiser's. <laughs> Somebody goes, "Hey, put, put some Coke in it." You tell them to fuck off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, you're drinking my Forty Creek, then you son of a bitch, <laughs> right? <laughs> but so this one's a better sipper, and it, and it should be because of the the price difference. But uh, I wouldn't rate it a lot higher. 
I, I there's a lot more nuance. I, I added a drop of water and I got more pecan and and uh, some more of those vanilla and honey flavors. But oh, but I would give it a a, a good solid three point seven five. Ooh, that's a high score. You're welcome. I appreciate. Maybe that. maybe adding the adding the water really brought out those nuances that some might not find in the in the forty creek. It right? did. I I wrote down. It's it's. I thought it was a little better with the water, a little less burn. Maybe even an ice cube. Yeah, I didn't get much burn from it like you guys did, I guess. But my palate's burnt already. Um, from, Stringency! From, from my last 30 years of drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's all it's been. Huh? I abused my palate. Uh, JP Weiser's, like I said, it's good. Uh, I don't think it's justifiable for that price. But I'm going to give it three. 3.0, just because of the price. I kind of want to knock it on that a little bit. I want to knock it down. But if we're just going to talk about keeping it in a flavor profile here, I'm going to drop a three on that bad boy. Okay. JP Weiser's. Probably never have it again in my life because I can't afford it. All right. I'm uh, going to... Well, this, a- this jug will be sitting back here for a little bit, probably. So if you ever come on another episode... More than welcome to have some, now oh. that it's open. <laughs> and that's been on an episode. Now it's free-for-all. And now it's famous. Mm-hmm. It's a free-for-all. 3.25 for me. So the average for a J.P. Weiser's 18-year-old, 18-year-old blended, is 3.3333. But of all the bottles that we've tasted... It's the cutest. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. it's, it's wonderfully packaged. Like, they have a good thing going on there. This is something you could buy and remove the labels and do an infinity bottle with. <laughs> this is a, a nice display style bottle. It has a premium display. It really yeah. does. But yeah, like Chow was talking about um, the price. Yeah, I don't think it's... That's harsh, I, I would, man. I would get the, the 40 Creek before this one so far. You have to ask yourself sometimes when you buy alcohol, what is this worth to me? Like an expensive wine versus a box wine. You're like, these actually taste the same, but if I can convince myself that the more expensive one is better, that's basically what I get with JP Weiser's. If I was to have a night of Windsor, I'd probably wake up feeling like shit. But JP Weiser's, I'd also wake up feeling like shit. Because so, you spent so much money. See, well, <laughs> just for a number of reasons. So I don't really know how to separate the two. Usually with space. <laughs> I'm having an existential crisis I'm after a, that comment. I'm on fire. <laughs> I'll separate them with space. Well, uh, I need to take a break. Yeah, let's do that. We got one should, more we, advertisement that we need to pump out to our audience, but yeah, uh, we'll we be right tell back. Tell people about the people that love us. Yep, we'll hear from them, and we'll be right back. What would you like to eat tonight? I don't know. What are you feeling? Uh, you know, I, I could go for burgers or wings. I don't know, maybe even pizza. What are you thinking? We just had pizza. I don't know. Uh, that's what I'm asking you. Well, maybe we should look online. Is what? It happens in nearly every home in America almost every day. At some point, someone asks, what are we going to eat tonight? Worry not. Fargo Takeout's artificial intelligence robotic chef, The Decisionator, is here to make the choices for you. You'll find its three top choices for takeout. If none of the three choices sounds good to you, just click the Nope, Try Again button. Even an artificial intelligence robot chef gets it wrong once in a while. The next time your relationship seems strained based upon what's to put on the table, Turn to FargoTakeout.com slash 
decisionator. And remember, save a meal, save a marriage. FargoTakeout.com slash decisionator. All right, welcome back from our ad break. And uh, rolling right into it. Yeah, well, first of all, I got to say, fuck this Google search shit. Whoa, okay. whoa, hey, whoa. hot take. What's this all about? <laughs> well, so uh, I have a friend that really likes lighters, so I went on Google search and searched lighters? for lighters. Like yeah, lighters. Fire like different, starting? Correct. You know, like flint and, you know. Ah, so I went on Google flint. search <laughs> and, yeah, right. yeah R.I.P. Yep. And uh, Google search lighters. What did I find? Not a fucking lighter. But I got three thirteen thousand seven hundred and forty nine matches, but Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh. I just it was I, I not a even, single lighter. I don't even get your long story and I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you ever want to hide anything in this world, just put it on page two of a Google search. Because nobody, <laughs> nobody ever, sees that. No ever goes to page two. They never click on the O of Google when you <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming back in. Let's uh, get to our first, fourth, third. Seven, well, actually, this fifth, is number number five, five right? Oh, jeez. Numbers, this is guys. A- <clears throat> hey, whip out that calculator. Let's figure it out. Cool. I got to turn it on. Now, if you go to sazerac.com our, uh, slash our brands uh, about Caribou Crossing, this is the Caribou Crossing single barrel. Uh, Caribou Crossing holds the distinction of being the world's first single barrel Canadian whiskey. Made from the finest sampling of our master collection of 200,000 barrels of whiskey and designed to reinvent the Canadian whiskey category. This has a very bougie bottle. Yeah, dude. So they're uh, totally <laughs> straight up trying to rip off um, Caribou Coffee. Bel- uh, what the fuck is that bottle of there? Blanton. Blanton's. By, put- by putting a fancy little... Well, this is a Canadian horse. Mo- is that a moose? It's, it's a caribou. I guess it's a caribou. Fucking name, yeah. That's Jesus. Right. Which I hey, probably but, like a moose. Not- did you guys uh, try that caribou that has a big old dog on top? <laughs> With the acres? <laughs> <laughs> that's a 12 point. But for real, though, like you'd feel bad about throwing this bottle away when that's gone because that that cap is one of the nicest caps I've ever seen on any bottle of liquor. I, I thought you were going Christopher Walken there for a second. That cap, that the cap is is one of the best. Guys, no, look at the cap. It's great. <laughs> I don't know why he rolled his R's there. <laughs> Guess he does. He's Canadian. That's Canadian Christopher Walker. You know, how much did this bottle cost? Because I think just for the bottle alone, it should cost more than a lot of these. I actually got a good deal on this one. Fifty-one bucks. Fifty-one. Mm-hmm. That, so, such a nice bottle. Caribou Crossing lays claim to being the world's first single barrel, and it's got smells of caramel, marshmallow, corn, and light oak. So Blanton's says they're the first single barrel bourbon, and these guys say they're the first single barrel Canadian. No wonder they have the fancy stoppers. Yep. Wow, that's smooth. That's how you market. Fuck you. (laughs) Sorry. He hates the word smooth. What? Why? What makes it smooth? Yeah, what makes it smooth? Smooth? Less burn because uh, it's just like flavor. the ocean is under it, the moon. Is this smooth? What the fuck? Slower or right? is it rough? No, I don't even understand smooth what you're getting a, at. Smooth is also like a touching thing, and everybody says smooth for it not burning with alcohol. So anyway, fuck. I'm, I <laughs> I know I know I'm the asshole here. I do 
I do. But anyway, it, but I'm you just make sense. You I just sense. so you don't hate the word smooth. You hate when people refer to alcohol going down easily as smooth. Because there's more descriptive things Because there's things better to say. descriptors. Because mm-hmm. smooth could be touched and feel it's, and it's kind lots of, of a, things. Kind of a snobby take over here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not telling me anything new. I, like I said, I know I'm the asshole in this situation. <laughs> I'm just trying to get you to expound upon your expound. Yeah. Expand. Jesus. <laughs> Espouse? I mean, that's also dude, weird. I just totally astringenced you. <laughs> Tim, so, uh, Chris. Tim Burn indeed. Uh, In case you haven't noticed the theme on almost every single one of these Canadians bottles. Canadians don't know how to write either. <laughs> the result is a Canadian whiskey unequaled by any other. Patiently aged. Smooth and oh. exceptionally flavorful. That's how they describe it themselves. So Caribou Crossing is available in limited quantities at select stores. Apparently, the word "smooth" is the only thing that you have to put on Canadian whiskey bottles because they—that means it possesses the aroma, taste, and character generally attributed to Canadian whiskey, which it needs to by law. It has All to right. have smooth in there somewhere, right? Well, I think, I think that's how they sum up the possesses aroma, taste, and character of generally attributed Canadian whiskey. Uh, smooth. Smooth. Very, very uh, smooth, eh? over, overreaching. Oh, there we go. So the palate is much like the nose, and it, uh, it's light in intensity. It's got some light vanilla and caramel. Dominate with the faintest yes. hint of grain in the background. Finishes on the short side with uh, vanilla oak and a hint of melted marshmallow pulling through. I didn't get marshmallow, but uh, I did write rich, creamy uh, sweetness. You vanilla, almost said smooth, light, didn't you? Light body and spice. No, I fucking never. Uh, smoothie. <laughs> you almost said it. I, smoothie <laughs> spice was my favorite spice. Yeah. <laughs> I remember her. <laughs> smoothie spice. <laughs> so on the nose, it's, is, is it is it got that powerful astringency, or is this one actually calmed do down a little bit more of that astringency on the nose? But not a whole lot. I don't really, uh, yeah. I think it's just kind of sweet and creamy. Like granulated sugar sweet, fake sweet, or like smooth No, sweet? Like, like what I had mentioned prior, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was rich, creamy sweetness, probably vanilla, light body with some spices, smoothie spice. I've been kind of worried about how sweet all these Canadian whiskeys tend to be and how what kind of a sweetness that imparts. Like some of them, it would be like the fake kind of sweetness versus no, it's not sweetness like, you, can, you can get from the barrel itself and, and the actual process of the grains. No, it's not like a, a fake sweetness. <clears throat> it's not like sugar sweetness. It seems like it comes from the grains and the wood. Okay. That's the, good. The oa trees. <laughs> the oa trees. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Watries. <laughs> if you really just had to describe caribou, though, in one word, it Moose. would be smooth. Yeah. Yep. Saw that one coming. Exceptional. <laughs> Look at you. I'm like, seriously, I got nothing to say about how smooth it was. It went down nice and easy. It tastes fine. I like, I, I like it. The aftertaste on this sticks around for a while, but it's better. Mm-hmm. It's uh, sweeter. Um, I do get a lot of wood on this and vanilla. I, I'm getting wood from it as well. The uh, <laughs> the top of my mouth uh, kind of tingles too. You should get Up a sh- top, should probably get a shot for that. Yeah, or that's what I fucking did. Yeah. Tingle on my tongue. I took a shot of the Caribou Crossing. So I'll rate this one, and I would give this one a 
Four. 3.75. Four. Four. I'll do four. This is my favorite one. Also, also, my favorite one at this particular moment. Once again, though, I'm just anticipating that there will be better, so I got to keep it in check. I'm going to give Caribou a 3.5. But it's a delicious 3.5. It's Caribou. <laughs> Jesus fuck. You got to sign up for Caribou's Rewards program at their coffee shop, man. That's legit. You do get you a earn, lot of free do you shit. Earn one of the bottle toppers <laughs> I here. wish you got some whiskey every now and then. Their farmhouse sandwich, get the fuck out. So good. So anyway, this is we're getting off topic. I wish you were mad at we it. We usually do. <laughs> their sandwich, get the fuck out. Stay the fuck out. So this is the second most expensive out of the out of the bunch. $51, right? Yep. I'm giving the 3.75. So the average for the Caribou Crossing single barrel is 3.75. It's a hit. Yeah. I did add a little bit of water to it, and it actually takes your it's, it's actually a little smoother. Yeah. Did, so you ironed it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no just, more creases in these jeans, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our second. The or our, or our sixth one. Yeah, what is the next one? This next one is uh, the Canadian Club. Whoa. So it's a very recognizable brand. Uh, This is their small batch. And uh, not only is it a small batch, batch, but this was finished in sherry casks. Yeah. Fully matured Canadian Club whiskeys. So this is a little bit higher than 40% ABV like the other ones were. This one is 41.3%. So it's an 82. That extra 1.3 is going to do gonna, me in. I think yeah, it's going to knock you the fuck out. Yeah. 9.09. Whew. Twisted. The sherry cask. Well, first off, I've noticed it's darker in appearance than I think most of the other A little more amber. <clears throat> Whoa. All right. So the, this whiskey, along with the classic, have been uh, rebranded and described as small batch. Uh, the. Whiskey is aged six years and then finished for two years in Spanish sherry casks. Canadian Club is owned by Beam. Again, they're getting their, their fucking hands and everything, but that's good. Uh, does it got the bottling date on there? Um, that's really good vibrato. Nice. Oh, I can't tell. Take a look at her. All right, I'll check that out. So... so Nose no. appearance, it looks a little bit darker than the other ones, right? Yes. Uh, does anybody else get a little bit of cherry or something in there? Some I sort of dark li- fruit? I was or... literally writing light fruity. It's like wood, it's like burn wood and cherries. Burn wood and cherries all day. Dick in the tongue. <laughs> That's a good, but yeah, I didn't get the whiskey. light fruit. I don't know if it was cherry. So this is uh, batch C twelve dash four hundred one. So I'm thinking it's uh, twenty twelve and Rick four hundred one. And that bottle looks familiar too. Is that the shape, knob, the shape. Creep, knob creep looking one? Yeah, uh, doesn't look familiar to me. I've never heard of Canadian Club. But I would have a good time <laughs> at the club with some Canadian club because this is a good ass whiskey. I love Canadian clubs. Not necessarily the drink, but I used to go every Tuesday to, to Yak's Dance Club. Up in Winnipeg? Brandon, Manitoba. Brandon. Yeah, they had it was, they had a Toonie Tuesday, which is two dollar drinks. And with our exchange rate at the time, it came out to like a buck forty. Jeez. 
Yeah, so we'd go. We made a fuck. Me and my buddy made a fucking day of it. We go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Every no, Tuesday. I'm not kidding. This is the first time I was supposed to go to college. And uh, <laughs> we'd go to like, I think it was called Kelsey's, but think, you know, Applebee's. It was a type of restaurant with all the fucking bullshit on the walls. Sure. Yep. Shenanigans. So we'd go and eat shenanigans. 20 pieces hey, of Hey, time. 20 Marble, pieces. What's that place you like to go eat at? Shenanigans. All the shit on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get the gun out. Get the gun out. So we'd Got your pieces there. of flair on. Then we'd go to a dance club. Uh, you know, dance to Michael Jackson? With, with dancers? No, no. We, we were not. The, oh, oh. We were spectators at this dance club okay. and, and the next dance club. <laughs> we were spectators at as well and have a couple <laughs> drinks. Then we'd go to the, the participation dance clubs. And yeah. Yeah. Love Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, th- that's, the, that's the place. I cut my teeth dancing to Michael Jackson up there. Winning, Cutting a rug, man. Winning dance contests in between the cages on the stage. You actually won a dance contest? He took no. first, second, oh. and third. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the turns d- out he was the only one participating well, in his own dance contest. It's funny because the DJ would, in his uh, garage. Once he saw me there, he would play Michael Jackson, so I could dance on the stage and stuff. But then one night he goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, come on up to the DJ booth and sign up for the Michael Jackson dance contest." And I ran up immediately. I'm like, "Woo! I'm gonna be first on the third list too. I'm gonna set the bar." And then uh, I was like, "Are you serious?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> He's like, but she had a one hands down. So he gave me like a Jack Daniels horseshoe shaped oh, nice. shot glass. Get- yeah. 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 Yeah, there it is. International Winner. dance champion. But yeah, so I've got, I do have a love affair with Canada. Oh, one time I ran into some Canadians here at a bar in town and they said, We like coming down here because you guys have a lot of proud Debbies. I'm like, What's a proud Debbie? He's like, You know, like good looking women. Like what? Proud Debbies, hot chicks. Proud Debbies. So it is an educational lesson today, dude. Fellas. It does. Thank, thank you for coming. It's very yeah. less offensive than woo. See that girl fucking hot? She a pair of tits. <laughs> you mean proud, proud Debbie? Proud Debbie. <laughs> proud Betty. Debbie. Pr- Debbie. Pr- proud Debbie's a little bit, a uh, little bit nicer. Yeah. Yeah, because she's uh, she's all like, no, no, no. Look what I've got. Yes. As opposed to you going, show me your tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in danger. Oh, gross. Jeez. <laughs> All right, heading back into the whiskey. Oh, yeah. I got to rank my Canadian club here. My experience at Ooh. the Canadian club. You try any, did you put any water in this yet, Chow or anybody? I didn't. I took that one straight up. Is that good, eh? I did Is like it? it. They're just getting better and better. I'm seeing a theme here. <laughs> Alcohol does that. To alcohol. <laughs> yeah, the theme is I'm getting a buzz. <laughs> like, Woo! What's all- your favorite whiskey? My last whiskey. <laughs> yeah, the last one I had. Well, maybe that like second to last one because I didn't really remember the last one. So what do you got? Uh, did we talk about what we get on the nose on this one at all? Yeah, we went remember. through a lot of stuff. Okay. Because we talked about the light fruits that you're getting and the, that cherry and the whatnots. I taste it too. Raisin? I taste it at the end. Barrel and then some fruit, and I said uh, it's good with a little bit of water too. Yeah, not bad with a little water, but it's dry. It's drier than I thought it would be. I think it's got a little bit higher of a rye bill in there. Could there is some spiciness to it, but it's not overwhelming or uh, fuck 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 you guys. <laughs> it doesn't do that to my mouth at all. Right on. I don't it really, know. it really complements this Molson lager. <coughs> yeah. 
Cheers to John Molson. John Molson. The old cocksucker himself. <laughs> <laughs> sure knew how to make a beer, though. Nice. So what are your thoughts on this one, Chow? I give Canadian Club a 3.5. Canadian Club is a good whiskey. Uh you said what fifty one dollars, or is that the last one? The caribou was fifty one dollars. Caribou was fifty one. This one is thirty. Thirty dollars. That's an affordable drink. It's good. I would buy Canadian Club from my home. Small batch. The small batch sherry yep. finish for sure. Sherry yep. cask. I'm giving it uh, four and a quarter. Whoa. Four point two five. Jesus Christ, you are drunk. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Chris? I like it. Um. Yeah. It's good, but I I still like Forty Creek better. I like JP is better. I like Caribou better. Um, so, with that being said, I have to put it right at three. This still is good. First one we haven't all really been on the same page with, hmm. but I did enjoy the Canadian Club. That's because I'm getting drunk and sassy. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am actually changing my score to four, four even. Okay, I still like it better. Uh, the best one I like so far, but. Yeah, four. Can you get a, the can Canadian you get a yeah, out of five. I kind of almost forgot it was out of five. So. Okay, but I really like I really like those that French uh, French. I like French too. <laughs> um, I remember uh, the French French Canadian whiskeys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Celine. La Dion. yeah, they come with bubbles and arrogance. <laughs> there it is. Speak French. So the average for Canadian Club small batch uh, blended in sherry from sherry cask. Is three point five zero. All right, I think that puts it in second place. Wow, it you, does. And you don't even have a calculator. No, I mean you have your phone, I guess. I uh, was very well educated growing up. <laughs> <laughs> then what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you went to you went to South Dakota State University, didn't you? I sure did. I'm a jackrabbit. Okay. Go big, go blue, go jacks. Go fuck yourself. So you're you're probably really popular around this area when the bison play yeah. NDSU bison play the that's SDSU well that's a sore subject we'll not talk about that right well now. you know the last two <laughs> hey, times did, that they lost were to the SDSU boys yes. so. where did Pat McAfee wasn't he South Dakota no Adam Vinatieri I know went to I know Vinatieri and Goddard and whatever that are in that fellow but I thought for some reason Pat McAfee went to South Dakota also no I think he went to West Virginia and he also but what? he was at the college game day when it was at SDSU. One of his, uh, he's got a he's got a thing hanging on his wall when he when he's on TV that I thought was South Dakota, but nope, I think that is his college jersey though. Because I'm drunk, yeah. <laughs> but no, Adam Vinatieri, all time leading scorer in the NFL, South absolutely State University, and he kicked the Raiders into some terrible. Moments. Oh, the Tuck Rule game, mm. dark days, dark days in the days, and they won't stop. <laughs> speaking of speaking Brady of dark days, dark winning. as in midnight. Hey, that's a good uh, segue there, Ernie. You get one of these. Oh, Yay. we're tied. All right, so this it's next one. One to one. To one. <laughs> no one's ever got past a point. <laughs> what is it going to take? All right, this last one is by a whiskey creator or maker, distiller. that uh, is near uh, and dear One of them is correct. Near and dear to Chalice Art. This one is by Pendleton. Yes, sir. But Pendleton. This one, yeah, but this is the uh, Pendleton. Terry Pendleton. Midnight variant. All right. So as the rev- okay, this one is from PendletonWhiskey.com. Okay. So as representative for Pendleton Whiskey, I am ready to see that the quality and reliability of Pendleton Whiskey has provoked an extension of greatness with the release of Pendleton Midnight. Similar to its predecessor and all Pendleton products, you can count on quality. 
Pendleton Midnight follows in the footsteps of Pendleton Whiskey using pure glacier-fed spring water from Oregon's Mount Hood for a complex taste and exceptionally smooth finish. Well balanced at 90 proof, so it's 45%. And with a portion of the blend aged over six years in American brandy barrels, this full-bodied spirit has a finish that fills the senses. Inspired by the great outdoors and conversations held at sundown, Pendleton Midnight is best enjoyed neat, and there is great character to embrace in every sip. And this one receives a 91 points on the whiskey score, which is pretty good. <clears throat> Pendleton is the bomb. I frequently drink this on the weekends, and I shamefully can say I can drink an entire bottle of that in a night. It goes down very good. <laughs> That's uh, a worse <laughs> word. You could at least say fucking smooth. <laughs> Uh, but you mix this with some Diet Dr. Pepper or whatever you want. God damn it, it's good. And I don't wake up with hangovers from this. I can drink that entire bottle. I wake up the next day and I'm like ready to go. There's or just two days later, whatever it is. Whatever day I wake up, there's just something about Pendleton. It doesn't matter when, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but I feel great when I wake up. Yeah, it could be a couple days. No wonder I'm not hungover. It was a day spot. D-A-I-Y-E. <laughs> this is actually what I drank this weekend was this Pendleton Midnight. Uh this was thirty five bucks a bottle. Yeah. It, it is a little bit pricey, I think, <clears throat> um, but you can get the uh, the bigger bottle for only like three dollars more. <laughs> Pendleton is my favorite whiskey, one of my favorite alcohols in general. Which Don't- is why when I see a post on, I'm like, ooh, maybe I should ask Chow if he wants to come on about Canadian whiskeys. And here we are, here we making are. the dream come true. <laughs> Full circle. Why don't you pass that bad boy around here? I haven't even poured any of that yet. Oh, shit. Well, first, he's here's, still trying to figure here's out how to, to work. midnight. Though the best tried, this bucking horse never met a cowboy he couldn't toss. That sounds like Ernie. A true inspiration for this premium blend of whiskey finished in American brandy barrels. Revel in the deep, rich flavor of this high proof tribute to the coal colored bronc. You're creeping me out. That will forever stand for the wild spirit of the American West. See, here's I mean, Canada. The American West. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Get over here. Get back across the border. <clears throat> and I'm sorry. that I, I didn't mean that either. Oh, yeah. You want that. some? Oh, let's have some. Well, he should remember he's been drinking it all weekend. Oh, just, sure. just, I had a, I had a beer burp, day yesterday. Just taste your burps. I was going to say, or the, <laughs> your sweat. Lick, lick your arm. I actually got a ride over here <laughs> since, once again, I don't know where my car's at. <laughs> and uh, uh, the person driving said, you really smell like beer. And I was like, well, it's a good thing I'm going to a drinking podcast then. Yep. <laughs> Perfect place for it. <laughs> I know my demo. All right, what do you guys get in the nose? Does it appear darker because of the uh, the secondary rye spice, light fruitness? I don't think that's a word, but I'm going with it. it smells okay. like waffles. Mm, I want to brush my teeth with this. I want to take a bath in Pendleton. <laughs> Boy, the pendy bites though, doesn't it? It does. It's got a little bit of a bite. Yeah, but I get like some sort of toasty caramel. Wood, maybe some vanilla, something kind of sweet, semi-sweet in there. There's a lot so, of flavors. So it's it is it's got that that alcohol burn to it, but it's it, like with a purpose. Mm-hmm. I think if you let this sit and breathe for a few minutes, I think that all that some of that astringency might is going to obviously go down a little bit, so you can get more of that barrel and malty flavors from the from the whiskey. From what I can remember. A lot of these say you should let these breathe for 20 minutes, especially when you're first opening that bottle, cracking open for the first time. Especially when you're first cracking them open. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of forums and and a lot of, I I do a lot of 
whiskey research. We'll call it research. Market, research market neck research. pours. Yeah, research yeah. neck pours. I drink a lot too <laughs> when, I'm, <laughs> when I'm researching alcohol. But but it, it is. It, it's kind of like wine, right? Where everybody says you should let it open up. You should let it breathe a little bit before you do it. So whiskey, a lot of people will mention, you know, once you get past that shoulder, that neck, and you get a little bit down and there's been a little air to oxidize it, right? It starts to open up that bottle. So a lot of people talk about, yeah, the last third of this bottle is as good as any bourbon you'll drink or whatever. So, you know, that's a, you know, this is a, something that will probably over the next three, four glasses uh, become even better. That's crazy. Th- thanks for You're coming welcome. today, Chris. Yeah. Thanks for contributing. That was the education I came here for. Edu Christian. <laughs> <laughs> no, Christian Edge. No, that is edu- 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 and Christian. Less, less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm against one of these. Canadian wrestlers. Fuck, I thought I'd get a point for are that. Are they Canadian wrestlers? They are. Edge and Christian are Canadians. All right. We both get points. Hey! All the points. That's bullshit. You gave him one, too. And though. these I mean, points what? mean I tied it together. Like Dude, All you did was acknowledge that they're Canadians. Because uh, I figured it out. <laughs> okay. <it's> yeah! Gonna... <laughs> Dude, one time I sent a message to this girl trying to be all funny with a Canadian accent. I said, are you out in a boot tonight? <laughs> to <Tanute. laughs> <To Newt. laughs> I didn't even get a response. It was a very embarrassing. <laughs> it could have just been the wrong number. <laughs> I'm just, you know, uh, it was on like so Instagram. She lied, or she lied to you before. <laughs> she gave you a bet. So the joke was the number bad. like five 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 something. Oh uh, yeah, zero one yeah. two three. The joke wasn't bad. The number was. <laughs> <laughs> Never deserve that more. <laughs> Ever. So when you get down to it, when you get right down to it, I think Pendleton is the best whiskey here. Really? Still, even after, even after trying them, all okay. Okay. Here's the thing. I don't think Pendleton is the best whiskey here, but I have the most fun with Pendleton. I just enjoy this drink. This is what I always buy. So maybe I need to rework my numbers. I just feel bad if I don't put it at the top. You can put it at the top if you'd like. So it's you said you opinion. drink this with uh, Diet Dr. Pepper? Yes. The, the Midnight, this actual version? Uh, the, yeah. Or the regular it, Pendleton? Uh, I get both, but I got the Midnight this weekend, <clears throat> and I really liked it. I bet it would be, well, Diet Dr. Pepper is um, a little more sweet. Same flavor, yeah. less sugar. It's right. very, very sweet. Because so I was thinking like regular Dr. Flavors. Pepper would make it, because this is kind of a, a little bit, it's got a little bit of sweetness to it. It's got a lot of wood. It's got some burn, but I get... Vanilla or something sweet like that that I really like, and it kind of lingers for a while there too, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And I could just see like using Dr Pepper, which is like a sweet soda pop. It's the sweet one. <laughs> <laughs> the sweetness. All right, you get one of these two, right? But I like Diet Dr Pepper. That would be obviously less sweet. So I would, I could, I could see that. That'd be pretty good. It's a good mix. You guys should try it sometime. BVDP. When I bought this and the first, uh, so I I had a couple samples before we came over, uh, <laughs> and that's one of the things too. You know, at thirty five bucks a bottle too, you, you were researching. You wouldn't feel bad about putting it with a soda, but it, it stands on its own very well too. It does. Shit, I need to rework but my score. Based <clears throat> off of uh, since we're only drinking these as standalones. I would. I still prefer the caribou and the, the wisers to it. 
I think it's uh, just a little bit better than the 40 Creek, so I give it a 3.5. <sighs> I mean, you can get a 750 for 20, 22 bucks. So this is about, about 11 bucks more expensive for the same same amount for the 750. Mm-hmm. And they do have a director's reserve that's about $100 more than everything here. So. Whoa. Yeah. What is that all about? Maybe one day we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Tune in next week. Canadian Whiskey Podcast Part 2. Son of Canadian Whiskey Podcast 1. We can do it. It's the Dan Levy episode. Dan Levy. You ostrich fucker. Featuring Tom Cochran. Allegedly. Allegedly. I love Pendleton, as I said, and I'm being partial here. But go it for just, it, shoot it. It goes down real smooth. 3.75. There you go, big shoots. Sorry I said the S word. It's all good. I, again, I'm the dick. I know. <laughs> all right. I'm giving it a four as well. Not as well, because nobody else gave me a four. But I gave my, the last one a four. <laughs> so I'm I know you also do yourself. I also yeah. myself. <laughs> me and me over here. <laughs> Well, a couple, a, a couple of me's were talking, and I came up with a three, three five. <laughs> I, I, I still, I, I still be, say it. I definitely could be two smaller guys. I should, get, I should get two votes. I should get two votes. <laughs> That's fair. So, uh, the average for Pendleton's the premium select midnight is three point seven five. Ooh, we have a tie for the Which, number one spot. Very good, Chow. You don't even have a calculator. Dang. Which ties Caribou Crossing single barrel at 375. All right, shoot off. Son of a bitch. Do we need to do it blind, though, so we don't have any preconceived? Think, do you want to pause it for a second so I can pee and then uh, pour two shots, one of each for do us? Side by side? And have us do it blind for yes. the winner. We'll be right back. Oh, the things Woo! we do for our listeners. <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> All right, so I got these two other whiskeys, the Caribou Crossing and the Pendleton Midnight. Overtime. Blind poured into num- glass number one and two. So what do you guys think about glass number one well, in particular? hold on to your pantaloons there, Buckshot. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ, big shoots. I'm trying to figure it the fuck out. I already know what they are based off the aroma. Do you actually? So just let me know when you catch up. Oh, wow. All right. Well, I'm going to start with number one. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be wrong. Oh, no more burn on number me. one. It just remind it? me that we've been drinking whiskey so for a doing, long time now. It's Caribou <laughs> and Pendleton, right, fuckers? Yes. Correct. Yes. All right. Thanks for uh, catching up. I think one of you guys now, is going to have to fight me. Now, one of these yeah, is... I'm gonna, these never are, mind. None of you guys should fight me. Y'all bigger. <laughs> You're these taller. Are, Do you have uh, any so kids you, I could beat? So you have <laughs> seen me naked. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Guys. Oh, guys. <laughs> Oh, wait, well, I actually have seen Chow at the gym. Yeah, we used to go to the same gym. We used to go to the Y, yes. YMCA. Yes. We would do the dance every time we saw each other. Yeah. Sweet. And Chow would be... <laughs> so most of the time, Chow was back there just in amazement and, and my lifting and... and oh. Overwhelmed. Yeah, just... Oh. How did he not throw us back out? <laughs> <laughs> That's when I was tying my shoes that one time. Oh, shit. All right, I'm going to... Let's sip this. I think right. just based off aroma. I just think a I number can... one? What do you get on the number one for the aroma? They look very similar in color and appearance. So <laughs> there's no real differentiating any of these by that. I get more <clears throat> burn aroma off number one, a little bit more sweet off of number Did you two. you say Melbourne? Melbourne. Um, both a lot of wood. Um, 
I just get, I think on the second one, a little bit more of the like vanilla aroma. Oh, yeah. Uh, number two. One, I get more of that astringic burn. Astringic. And then it kind of mellows out into the some sort of f- fruit. <laughs> I have the number. I don't so know you what can't... to do with my hands. <laughs> I have a number so you don't mess them up. He's smelling them both at the same time. I don't know if that's a, that's a good method. He's got of two nostrils. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. up, bro. <laughs> not at the same time. Well, the kind. It's not like a, can you pour these into the same cup? <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have an infinity glass today on all these. Oh, I've been a finisher today. Oh, I'm a sharp shooter like Bret Hart. Yes. Nice. Hoo-ha. Dang, they're... I want to give them both the same score. They're so good in their own unique way. So what do you get That's on? what the guy who says wants Pendleton to win but knows it's losing. <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, what differences can you taste between these two? Uh, Ernie went with his his marks on that one. Just off the aroma. Oh, okay. I feel like glass two has, has more flavor overall. It just feels like more in your mouth, if you're surfing the same wave. Uh, speaking uh, speaking about more in your mouth, what you doing later, big shoots? <laughs> speaking of more in your mouth, I was fucking your mom last night. She squirted so hard she killed one of my flying fish, threw off the whole pH balance of my aquarium. <laughs> Letter Kenny rules. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Oh. I I agree with Chow. There's there's more of a an assortment of flavors on number two. I get a lot of wood. I get some vanilla, some sort of fruit again, and very earthy too. Though I think that's the wood. The first one was uh, I think a bit more burn, and then um, get a little bit of that wood at the end. So I think I already had my mind made up on which one's which. Okay. I think number two smells better. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Okay. <clears throat> but oh, yeah, two smells better. So are we are we rating them or are we just identifying them? Well, I, I think which one do you think which one better? do you like better out of one or two? I oh, think okay. I actually prefer. <laughs> I like smelling taste tests suck because you're usually wrong. I enjoy smelling the deuce better. Number two, okay. Pull my finger. <laughs> All right. Well, should I just say it? Sure, go ahead. So I think uh, I liked number two the best out of the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think number two is the Pendleton, and I think number one is the Caribou Crossing. Did I say that right? That is, you said that correct. Yes. Yeah. But I like number two. How, so however it goes down, I did okay. originally rate number, I originally rated Pendleton a four and the Caribou a three, seven, five. So during the episode, I liked Pendleton better. So I'm thinking I like number two better. So that's the Pendleton. Okay. Henceforth, number one was the Caribou Crossing. Gotcha. <laughs> Chris, are you still working it? He's still revisiting. All right. Chow, what are your thoughts? I just like drinking. Well, <clears throat> I think number one was Pendleton. I think two was caribou, and after it was all said and done, I think I liked the caribou more. Okay, which is you know, I, I I hate to say it, you might be right because I I think the caribou may have had more of a complex flavor profile. That's a good way to put it. 
It's complex. But it's strict. That's the perfect way to put it, actually. That's not <laughs> what I originally wrote down, because okay. I originally wrote down that I like Pendleton more than but, Caribou. I could be wrong. And I like number two more than number one. So that's that's so we both agree on that. That's how it ends. <clears throat> so you like number two more than number one. Yes. You just thought number one was Pendleton and number two is Caribou. Yeah. <laughs> I thought number two. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Chris, how's it going over there? All right. Are you done? Uh, are you done revisiting this one, Chris? Uh, fuck, man. He's revisiting the Windsor. I was scraping my tongue <laughs> yeah. too, like to, not to fuck with anything. All right. What are your thoughts? <laughs> my thoughts. Are... One and two. Well, my thoughts are disjointed. <laughs> do 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 do. But at this point, all I'm tasting is rye spice. Do, 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 do. Cause I have, I feel like I burnt my tongue. <laughs> you, you well, wrecked, did you, you light the cigarette when you went outside? Or I'm going to go with tongue. I'm going to go with number two as my favorite. Okay. Oh, so we all agree. So on that. two is the winner. So I think it's Caribou Crossing. And you and Chow would be correct. We got uh, it. So I was wrong. You were wrong. We yes. Fuck yeah! What am I doing? Reviews. <laughs> well, guys, this is crazy because today I learned that there's a whiskey I like more than Pendleton. Mm -hmm. That's weird. I was not expecting that. But this one is quite a bit harder to find than the Pendleton Midnight would be. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I, I don't the, recognize uh, this bottle. $51 price tag versus a $35 price tag. Yes. So number two is Caribou. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what. Well the way I mix my whiskey, I probably won't be able to tell the difference in the heat of the moment. Mm -hmm. It was the heat of the moment. So if you want something to sip on, maybe you could go with the Caribou Crossing. But if if you're going to enjoy it with a uh, mix, doing it with the cocktail, I would go with the Midnight. Mm -hmm. Or even better, go with the 40 Creek. Midnight, midnight. Because four of the... Did, did you all agree that at least that the 40 Creek was the best bang for the, the buck? The only thing yes. I wouldn't buy is the first two. F fuck, fuck Canada's finest. What is it? Maxwell's, Housewell's? Gibson's. Gibson's. <laughs> Some dude. Publisher's Clearing House. Yeah, I don't know. Who <laughs> it's so fucking forgettable. Uh, and Win Windsor. <laughs> Windsor and Gibson's can piss right off. <laughs> Unless you're mixing. Nope. <laughs> because then I'd still I'd still rather have the Forty Creek. I mean, I, okay, I agree with you. Just because you're mixing it doesn't mean you have to give up some fucking flavor. You know, it's like I'm mixing it. If you're just mixing it, you can buy rubbing alcohol and probably class that bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> just do a rail one, yeah. Jesus Christ, put a skirt on a pig. And then, and we've all also agreed that the JP Weiser's 18 is not worth the $73 price tag because there's not much more nuance behind that, correct? Well, when I added a little bit more stuff, uh, me personally, mm -hmm. when I added a little water to it, when I got used to the flavor, I, I'm actually going to chug a couple of these other whiskeys and go back to the JP because I still, it's it was my favorite based off a of score, I believe. Uh, the JP, you gave a 375, Caribou a four. Oh, okay. Well, I was close. Okay. But I was on the, it was one of the ones that was on the fence because I was also thinking 70 bucks. Fuck. Mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> even with <laughs> a lot. Even with the exchange rate, you're like, oh, the fact does it come with a dance? Like two, $2.64. <laughs> $2 <laughs> and some poutine. <laughs> Poutine. Anyway, oh, sorry, poutine. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to delve more into that bottle and see how she opens up. Yeah, bruh. Sounds good. It's a boot time. I do don't, something. Don't you know? <laughs> That's more research. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. That was, a, that was a good Australian. I can't wait to get home and he's like, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? Canadian research. We're nothing but a maple leaf. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to call you Eve. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we have a clear cut winner. The winner today is the uh, Caribou Crossing. Oh, shout out to Caribou. Single barrel. Who knew one of those? Bills, and reviews. But we are recommending the 40 Creek Barrel Select on today's episode because that was the best yeah. bang for the buck. Price that was point a good one. 20 bucks, that's insane. Yep, and it makes a great mixer, or you could drink it neat or on ice. Yeah, man. It's not too bad for 20 bucks. The things that stood out to me, though, uh, I know what won and what didn't, but still, the J.P. Weiser had this pecan thing that started coming through, and that, that walnut stuff that came through on that 40 Creek were, uh, to me, really interesting notes that I would uh, encourage people to explore. So, I agree. Suck on that, fuck boys. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, hoser. Is that your sign off every week? <laughs> no, Thanks for listening. No, he hasn't, he hasn't done this yet. It depends yeah. on how angry oh, yeah. I get. No, I haven't got that part yet. But speaking of that, let's uh, close it out. We did uh, agree on the winners today and what we're recommending. But, um, Chow, we want to thank you for coming on the show with us Thanks today. Thanks for having me. This yeah. is a blast. It's nice to see yeah. you. Like again. In, the, in, in the world with no football, this is where it's at. This was cool. So, it's yeah. Now. <laughs> Walk around with concussions. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since I've seen you in the locker room at the gym. Well, what's CTE? What's fun is starting out going, Bruce, Bruce, refuse, and then everybody's headbutts. <laughs> then we get a little concussed and we're like, turn on the mics. We got this. <laughs> no, we got to go into the blue tent first. <laughs> Actually, I, I am going to comment a little bit about one of my favorite things. I've never liked Tom Brady. Okay. It, I thought we were talking about whiskey. No. <clears throat> fuck, I'm hijacking this motherfucker. <laughs> you got it. All right. <laughs> I've never liked him. And you know you're a, you're a Chow, you're a Bucks fan. Hell yeah, so let's now, go. so now you're certainly a Brady fan. But as I was, uh, you know, moving through my adult life, the Raiders kind of sucked. But then they got kind of good. <laughs> then they got kind of fucked <laughs> by did. the fucking fumble. The you know what do we call oh, it? The tuck rule the game. Fucking tuck rule Dude, game. That was twenty years ago. I know. <laughs> this is how deep my hatred goes. So I've never liked Brady because that. Bullshit and blah blah blah. Then he won a bunch of Super Bowls and he really disbanded the Raiders because Gruden got traded after that and then played the Bucks versus the Raiders after that. And then, yeah, yeah. anyway, a whole dynasty would have changed if not for that rule. Anyway, I hate Brady, but (laughs) but seeing him this week celebrating that Super Bowl, what a blast! Where he was pretty obviously tossed. You guys need to get Tom Brady. He probably listened to our podcast first and then started drinking. He even texted out. And it was pretty drunken text. Here's nothing to look at. I just had some avocado tequilas. Yeah. But he's being helped out of this one area, just grinning ear to ear, tossing the Super Bowl trophy. Fucking just treating it like a piece of junk. Yeah. It was great. It was fun to watch that. I the boat parade. Gained, I'm like, that's the most Florida shit ever. A boat. He wasn't parade. treating it like a piece of junk. He was giving it to his teammates. I, but he shit could have fallen into the, the bay. I gained more respect for him after that celebration than I've ever had in my life. I mean, he's hands down. He's won seven. Whatever. We can get to that later. But the pure joy on his face because he was drunk. Yes. <laughs> 
that's my one of my favorite minds. We can all learn a little bit. And he gets to go home to Giselle, yeah, who definitely made him sleep on the couch that night. Probably (laughs) faux show. If Tommy made it home, bring your half hard cock over here, Super Bowl boy. (laughs) (laughs) Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi. Oh wait, Uh, did you see? The, the person who designed the Lombardi Trophy's daughter is all fucking bent up out of shape because uh, Tom Brady threw it from boat to boat. She's like, you need to respect that trophy more. But never brought up the fact that Gronkowski on Bunked one of the other... it, man. Yeah, it dented, dented the, the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah. He used yeah. it as a baseball bat. Yeah, nothing came up about that, but now we're all fucking a lot more about social media and this, this fucking bitch. <laughs> My <laughs> dad worked hard on this trophy. Your dad worked hard. You do something. He didn't do something. <laughs> oh, she, just gets a, she just got mad. Anyway, I'm sorry about that. All right, back to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I just got to get something off my chest. <laughs> Ciao. Go uh, sports. You got a lot of things going on. You got many different things that you work on in, in media in general. Uh, yeah. Why don't you give everybody, uh, tell everybody where they can find you, your your work, oh, all that I've been jazz. pretty radio silent lately because there hasn't been a whole lot going on in the universe. But if you want to follow my Instagram, it's at Dan Virchow. Also have a website, danvirchow.com. Dan I should Virch- I should see if Because the, you're a photographer. Is that your please, dad? What's that? Is that your dad? My dad? Dad. No, no. Dad Virchow. Dan- okay. That does, bad that's joke. bad now. <laughs> yeah, that's a- I know you're Danny. Oh. Dan- oh. <laughs> you got one of those for that one. All right. So so the Dan Virchow website. Me, Chris. The Dan Virchow website, that's uh showing your, your foot yeah, photography it's work. It's like a portfolio and okay. uh there's a bio for anyone who cares. Woohoo! Uh, and also, you can buy uh, pictures. You can buy things. Speaking of bios, mine is dope on our website. So What's it say? Uh, I don't know. Weird shit. I want awards. <laughs> Pull it up. I want to hear the bio. We'll get to that. So uh, check Did out. My, 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 that would be a last call episode. <laughs> so head over to danforchow.com, right? Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we love having you on. Uh, Chris, what do you got for us? Well, first and foremost, I just want to thank books. <laughs> books make me feel smart. And if you're down with reading, you should go to uh, our website and read my bio because it's dope. Uh, also, my bio for uh, when we did the Totally Killer podcast was fucking great. If you want to learn about new superpowers, check that out. Uh, other than that, you just find me here at Bruce Booze and Reviews hanging out with the boys there, brah. Brad. Sounds good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say. Ernie, what about you? Where can they where can they find you these you days? Find me freezing my ass off walking across the street in this 25 below zero shit. God, it's cold out. Dude, I'll give you a ride, but it'll take 32 minutes because my tires are probably frozen to the fucking earth at this point. Dude, it's so fucking cold out I couldn't even get in your house because your door went fuck up! Yeah, I decided not to open. I had to have Shannon come to the door and pound on the top because the door. She had to get out two hair dryers and start trying to unthaw the door. The whole house was going, we're not open. (laughs) It's pretty cool. It's not supposed to get above zero degrees until Tuesday. Jeez. But yeah, we've been dealing with a, a we're le- a hardy bunch. We've been dealing with eleven days of negative fucking degrees. <laughs> it's yeah. brutal. It's, like- it's brutal. Welcome North Dakota people. Anyways, 
<laughs> Sorry. This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and I Reviews. I did get drunk. For more information, head over to brewsboozeandreviews.com. The whiskey day, Special man. thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You, too, can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale that you three can bucks, purchase folks. from our shops tab on Facebook. It's only three bucks. We also have extra content that you can access by going to patreon.com slash brews, booze, oh, and reviews. The sales pitch. For just $3 a month, you get two last call episodes. More okay. content coming soon. At least. You okay. can also click the link at the bottom of our episode <laughs> description and donate to help with production costs and adult beverages to review for you. Okay, it's one thing to spit out beer. It's another thing to almost spit out whiskey when you're laughing. <laughs> I like how you called it almost whiskey. Almost. <laughs> That's also, a good whiskey name. Also, stop on the Facebook group pages Beer People, Prairie Home Brewers Companion, and North Dakota Bourbon Drinkers and show some support. And of course... Thanks to you, our listeners and neighbors, without whom this podcast Love couldn't happen. And to you, we say, may your glasses be full and, and your, your spirits, spirits high. Cheers! Cheers.